Dads. Hello. Welcome to Dad Talks, where you get to listen to two dads talk. I am your co-dad, Jared Schmansky, and with me, as always, my co-dad in crime, Joe Lopez. Joe, are you drinking anything tonight? I have nothing Wow. Tonight. I have this blanket wrapped around me. Oh, yeah? I feel like I should have a mug of hot cocoa. It's not that cold outside. No, but this basement is freezing. It was really nice outside today. It's been really nice the last couple of days. We got like that big wave of hot weather, and then all of a sudden it was yeah. back down to like nice 75, 80 degrees some days. Like it's been really nice. It's been real good. Real good. Are you drinking anything tonight? I'm drinking ice cold water, Joe. Oh, man, we are. Ooh. We're I, something. I had one of those days where I got to the end of the day and was like, wow, I have not drank any water today whatsoever. Um, yeah. And I was starting to get a headache, and I was like, hmm, I feel like I can remedy this. In a pretty simple way. Yeah, drink that H2O. Uh-huh. Some frozen H2O in it. And you know, ever since we got our new fridge, it yeah. has an ice and water machine on the front of it. Right. I I've been drinking hella water, Joe. I'm gonna tell you what. Good. Good it, for you. That is one of the most convenient things man has ever created. <laughs> I don't know what it is about just the convenience of having cold water like attached yeah. to your fridge. But it is, it's a miracle. It's an absolute miracle. All right. I, I, I prefer warm water or like room temperature water. You know, it's interesting. I said that too for a long time. I, so we had a, an external water filter that we put everything through. We called a Berkey. Yes. Uh, very good filters if anybody is looking for it like a standalone. Very water. fancy. It was, it was, it looked fancy. It was, it was the bougiest water filter I've ever seen in my life. If you've met my wife, there was never going to be any other water filter besides the <laughs> bougiest one she could find. Um, so it just made sense. Um, so we had that for a long time, and obviously it was not cold. It was room temperature water that filtered yeah. through, and then um, we had to freeze our own ice, right? Like you had to you know, use the filtered water. To, like peasants. Like peasants. And it was awful, you know, Joe. I, I it's like living in the '90s. I hated it. Hated every minute of it. <laughs> in the late 1900s. In the late 1900s, all over again. It was terrible. <laughs> so, I always, I never bothered with ice because I was like, I don't even like. It's not even that big a deal to me. I like room temperature water. Yeah. And then we got this fridge, and the fridge has water on it, and the water's not like cold cold like you still if you put ice in it if you want it to be very cold but it's like it's colder than room temperature by by a few degrees and boy does that hit well like that hits real good joe i'm telling you like you put just just slightly chilled water not not cold water but slightly chilled water Mm. Mm. okay Mm. oh yeah (laughs) this has been uh the glowing review of water Presented by Dad Talks. We talk about beer all the time. We might as well talk about water. As well, hey, water has a taste. I'm gonna say it. Rank your rank your least favorite water bottle right now. Give it to me. Tell me. Um, oh, I don't really drink water bottle waters. Uh, I'm gonna go with Aquafina. It's Dasani. There's no there's no Dasani. competition. That's Dasani is the worst. There's no competition. <laughs> like, I don't know what they put into Dasani, but it's some. It tastes awful. 
Because <laughs> it's not from some glacier. It might be. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I was going to try and say something really deep there, like profound, like isn't all water from glaciers? But then I was like, well, technically, I guess water was around before the glaciers because water formed the glaciers. So then you're looking at like a chicken and the egg kind of thing. And I was like, I don't that's it's too much, too much brain power uh, on this yeah. on this what day. Size, today. What size chicken was it, too? I mean, all chickens are are medium sized birds, right? So <laughs> actually, they're pretty large birds. Uh that's debatable. They are medium at best. They're medium sized birds. I'm I'm a medium fan. That argument was yeah. started so long ago, I honestly can't even remember what side of the argument I fall on anymore. I feel like it changes for me every time I talk it talk about it. One day it's one, one day it's the other. But we'll it's never never f- large. No. We'll never forget ever that that argument started a friendship, so it also ruins some <laughs> friendships. So I guess if we're really gonna put that in there. Anyway. Yeah. Joe, you wanna you wanna hear about some stuff today? Hell yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Yeah? You're here to learn about some stuff? Yeah, I want to learn about things. Joe, how do you feel about water? <laughs> are we t- are we talking about water? We're talking about spooky water. <gasps> I love spooky water. So I'm going to preface this. I stole this idea from somebody on TikTok. So I wanted to give proper do where it's due. Um, and so go follow Geodesaurus. And that is exactly, it's spelled how it's pronounced. G-E-O-D-E-S-A-U-R-U-S. Geodesaurus. I think that's, yeah, Geodesaurus. Hmm. Like a geode. Like a rock? Like a geode? Yeah. People are too clever for me, Joe. <laughs> Geodesaurus. Is that a rock dinosaur? Geodesaurus? It's a rock dinosaur. Like a rock lobster? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, we're talking about the Chesapeake Bay today, Joe. Chesapeake Bay. The Chesapeake Bay. Um, so, the Chesapeake Bay is a large bay um, on... It borders... Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. Uh, okay. So it is one of the largest. I'm gonna I'm gonna mess up the word already. I want to make sure I get this right. Estuary. Okay. Oh. It's the largest estuary in the United States, and it's the third okay. largest in the world. Okay. Now and I est- know what an estuary is. I'm gonna define it for the people that aren't uh, savvy on on water, Joe. Okay. okay. Oh, good. An estuary is an area of brackish water where fresh water from rivers and streams meet with the ocean. Okay. So the Chesapeake Bay gets about half of its water from the ocean and then half of its water from rivers and streams inland. Okay. Yeah. So that's what it is. Cool. Here's some fun facts about the Chesapeake Bay, Joe. Number one fun Lay fact. Lay on me. It's extremely shallow. Okay. Yeah, so it averages a depth of 21 feet. Its deepest okay. point is 170 feet. And hearing that, you're probably like... That's a, that's a huge difference. Yeah, you're like, huh. That's because there's one point that's really, really deep, and the rest of it's not. <laughs> but here is a crazy fact for you. If you're six foot tall, you can walk 700,000 acres of it without becoming completely submerged. How big is this thing? It's massive, Joe. It's a massive, massive. It's a, it's the largest estuary in the United States. 
Now it's not a great lake, but is it a? It's, it's, it seems like a pretty good estuary. It is. It is very large. It has eleven thousand six hundred eighty-four miles of shoreline. Oh my god! Yeah, this is actually it was a fun experiment I was watching the other day about the difference. Did you know Maine has a larger coastline in California? You know, I've heard that, and it's because of all the islands That's, that are off of it, Maine. Well, not the islands, because islands don't count as coastline, but it's whatever. It's Shut your mouth. the the jaggedness of the border, right? Yeah. That's the Chesapeake Bay is the same way. It's okay. all it's technically a flooded river valley. Um, so it like obviously with floods and things like that, it doesn't all just uniformly fill in. So it's got a bunch of jags right. and zigs and zags and all that fun stuff. Right. So with that, it is massive and it has a crazy amount. I, I thought about talking about how much water it holds. And then I realized that would mean nothing to anybody. Yeah. If I told you it holds 850 billion gallons of water, does that mean anything to you? No, that's See, a lot of water. It's a lot of water, but I don't, I just don't think you can contextualize it to anything. Right. No. Like they said on there, it was like 50 billion bathtubs. Okay. That, that, that also doesn't mean anything to me. I've never it's seen a lot of bathtubs. <laughs> I, I mean, like I've never seen more than like 20 bathtubs at a time in the Home Depot aisle. Like that's it. That, that's, that's all I got. I was just going to say, yeah. I'm I, all, and I look around, I'm like, it's a lot of bathtubs. It's a lot of bathtubs. There's a lot of choices. I never, yeah. I've never thought like, what would it be like if there were 50 billion of these? Yeah. Uh, do you think there are uh, more bathtubs? the united states than there are that would fit in estuary yeah. no i do not believe that there are 50 <laughs> no. all right so i have the numbers right here i'm uh, just to make sure it's 18 trillion gallons of water okay so much so it was it was 51 billion bathtubs a lot of bathtubs i don't i don't think there are 51 billion bathtubs in the united states right now no god no in the world there's nine billion people in the world. Okay. Yeah. Nine billion. So you're talking five gallons of water for every person. That's not right. No, nope. that doesn't work out at all. Nope. Nope. <laughs> that's not what you were looking for there. It's a... <laughs> okay, Joe. All right. Let's, let's get out of here. Keep going. <laughs> anyway, that's a lot of bathtubs per person in the world. All right, that's, yeah. you're looking at you're looking at a lot of bathtubs per person. Anyway, let's. This was that was a fun little little misadventure there. Um, here's one for you. This one that I found uh, really close to my heart. Yeah. The during the winter time, about half a million Canadian geese live there because it's warm. It's a lot of geese. It's a lot of geese. Hey, that's it's warm. It's warm because it's in Virginia. Oh, I guess I always picture Virginia like if we were to just go like east. It's, it's not Florida, right? Like it's not like warm, right. warm. But I yeah. mean, when you're when you're a Canadian goose flying from like northern Ontario, Virginia is yeah. pretty fine, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. So here, do you want to talk about the spooky parts of it? Yeah, that's the only reason why I'm here. I knew it. I knew you only wanted the spooky parts of it. There's 1,800 shipwrecks in the Chesapeake Bay. Really? 1,800 in the bay. 
Now, where did those come from? Do you have any stats on that? I don't have. I do have stats on where a significant chunk of them come from. Okay. But only about 250. The rest of them are. I mean, you gotta imagine this being as large of a waterway as it is, and also the waterway that flows up to the capital of the United States is yeah. one of the most populated waterways in the world, right? Like, right. it is used all the time, and it's extremely shallow, right? So, you know, yeah. it, even though it averages 21 feet, if you get outside of that 21 feet, it gets shallow real quick. Okay. So, let's talk about this one part. Of, oh, here's the other spooky part. Most of those shipwrecks are still above water. Really? Wait. Yeah, because it's not deep, Joe. There's- there's just, just ships. Like, There's just ships hanging out above the shore, above the sea level. Nobody's doing anything about it. And I'm going to tell you why. All right. So, oh, okay. Let me tell you a story. So there was this uh, little battle that the United States got into called World War One, right? Little skirmish. World War One. Yeah, World War One. Um, and when the United States got into World War One, this was before airplanes. Uh, there were a few airplanes. I shouldn't say before airplanes, but before yeah. like commercially accepted airplanes before we were trans everybody all the uh all of the soldiers got transported on ships right mm-hmm. well the united states was very short on transportation vessels so uh they the government basically said hey go make a thousand ships in 18 months so that we can take our soldiers over to the over to world war one right so yeah because if this was going to go on for a long time we were going to need to keep going back and forth Unfortunately, during World War One, because everything was being made into tanks and, you know, and everything that they could, steel was really right. short supply. It was, they didn't have a lot of steel. So what they made it out of was something called evergreen wood. Evergreen wood is, is obviously green wood, but it's not rotted right. or dried out. It's just fresh wood. Um, l- luckily, unluckily, uh, however you want to look at it, the war ended before any of these ships ever saw the ocean um oh okay so they had made about 230 of them okay uh but because they weren't made out of steel they weren't really useful because they only had a very short lifespan they didn't really uh so they couldn't really use them at all um obviously the u.s was not at war after world war one so they were just like i don't know leave them there so they did (laughs) so they did yeah they just left them in this place called mallows bay they just they sunk all the ships and obviously they didn't sink very far because they're, uh, it's not deep there. So they just sunk all of them and most of them are above water. And um, they, so there's 230 ships just hanging out old World War One steam steamboat ships that all got sunk. They took all the bad parts out of them and they just sunk the rest right. of them. Um, so here's the fun fact about it. They obviously, they were like, hey, Maybe we shouldn't have 230 like ships just clogging up this like waterway here. Right. Um, but they did something by building these ships. They just used raw green wood to build the ships. So it's right. So they're all natural and the they've just created ecosystems by themselves. All these ships have just created natural ecosystems because they're all like natural untreated wood laying in the laying in the water like a fallen tree would be huh so they're all just like you can kayak through this area and like see all these ships and like see all the ecosystems and stuff high as hell yeah 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 yeah. so 
Um, yeah, so they just left them there to uh, to create new ecosystems and stuff like that. Now you can still do it. You can still go out and hang out and uh, see all the ships. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty neat. So uh, there's also a bunch of ghost stories about Chesapeake Bay because it was quite pivotal in the Civil War. Um, and as you can imagine, lots of people have died there. Um, right. So there's like sunken islands and, and, uh, like bodies that have gone down with the islands and stuff like that. I was not able to go deep into that. Um, yeah, but, uh, maybe, maybe I'll leave people wanting more for a part two, but yeah, the Chesapeake Bay is pretty, it's pretty gnarly out there. Okay. Nice. I've, I've never thought to myself, yeah, I want to go visit Chesapeake Bay. But here's something funny for you, Joe. Yeah. You and I have visited the Chesapeake Bay. We did? When we went to when we DC? were in DC cuz DC butts up against it. Huh. That river that that. Fl- that river that flows through DC that goes to all the monuments and stuff, that flows right into right. Chesapeake Bay. Oh, nice. Mhm. Well, I tell you what, I would like to go kayaking through those ships. I was excited to do this topic because that seemed like exactly your shit. Yeah, that seems really awesome. Like, that would be really amazing. I How big are these ships? I mean, they're big, right? They were built to, to cross the ocean and carry, you know, right. like, soldiers across the ocean. So they're, I mean, they're significant-sized ships, and there's 230 of them. Damn. Let's go swimming through them. That sounds dangerous. Sharks? Maybe. I mean, half of it's from the ocean, right? So <laughs> not like there's not sharks there. Right. Who knows? I, I'm i super curious about the rest of the, sh- the shipwrecks, right? Like, Yeah. Obviously, water levels have changed over time, and things have gone up and gone down, right. but like, most of those are above water, which means like you can just sail through there and see shipwrecks. Totally. It's and like I that like... scene from Pirates of the Caribbean where you like they go through the yeah. graveyard. Right. I mean, and I'm sure I mean Chesapeake Bay was probably pivotal to the Revolutionary War. Yeah, it has to be, right? And I mean they sing about it in Hamilton. Uh do they? Yeah, there's one part where they where Lafayette yells and Hamilton go in Chesapeake Bay. Ah, uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm with you now. Yeah. Uh, so that's got to be some of the ships too. I would imagine. Yeah, you got to imagine, right? But outside of that, there's not many wars that were here in America. No, I mean we've kind of named them, right? It was the Civil War yeah. and the the Revolutionary War. So, but what are the other ships? Maybe I'm, I'm missing one. The War of 1812, right? Wasn't that wasn't that here? Didn't they burn down the White House? Yes. I don't know. That sounds about right. I'm not going to sit here and look it up, even though we're not recording a, this I'm on not a computer. Scholar. Not a scholar. Anyway, spooky, spooky stuff. Um, uh, One more shout out for this girl I got this uh, off of TikTok from. Um, She does something called Spooky Lake Month uh, during really? the month of October. Yep, all month she does like spooky waterways. Yeah, I thought you would. That's so. Before we started recording, I said I hope you hadn't heard about this topic because I know like that is your brand of things, and the algorithm's good enough to know exactly what you want to see. So I was hoping that I remember her from Halloween this year, or from October this past Mm -hmm. year, and her spooky lakes. Yes. Uh, Uh, 
Pretty sure she did one on Superior that I watched. I mean, uh, Superior is a spooky lake. We don't talk about this enough, but we look we live very close to a spooky lake. Yeah, Superior, cold, dead, spooky. Just go listen to the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> it's funny. Um, and Chesapeake Bay. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued by it now. I'll also give you this. Virginia is a very nice place to vacation. So if you did want to go kayak yeah. through Chesapeake Bay, Virginia is not a bad place to go. Let's go. Let's do it. Have big the dad, kids. Big dad trip out to out to Chesapeake Bay, kayak through some uh, through some shipwrecks. We'll we'll hit the you know Virginia. We'll go kayak through shipwrecks. We'll go through. Um, what else is out that way? We'll go see DC, DC again. We haven't seen DC since we were in college. We didn't get to do anything. No, we smoked hookah there. That's true. Walked all the way to Georgetown and back because Walked we were so far, like six miles to Georgetown. Night. A great trip. What a great trip. It was fun. We'll have to see now. Fun. We now we just talked ourselves into taking a big dead vacation into kayaking around shipwrecks and going to the nation's capital. There we go. Damn, that sounds great. I told Can you, you imagine? I'm just gonna say, like, in an in an alternate universe, okay, in the multiverse of madness that we live in. Sure. There's a universe where it's just you and I. Two single bros, it's like traveling the world, doing this podcast, like from random locations. How are we gonna do a dad podcast for two single guys? Damn it! Yep. See, ah, Joe, you got to think through your multiverses before you just you know roll them out there. Right. Look at that. In that universe, we never started podcast. We're probably not even friends. Wow. F that universe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe, that's all I got for you. Enjoy your spooky right. lakes. I loved it. Now I'm going to go look it up and see how much it costs to kayak through this place. Good. Because uh, I'm sure it's not free. No, uh, nothing in this world is. <laughs> uh, but thank you, Jared, for bringing that to me. And thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate it. And thank you to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. And hey, if you haven't yet, go follow us on social media. We're at Big Dead Energy Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, and don't forget to go follow the woman I stole this from TikTok. So. And hey, don't go spending all that knowledge in one place. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.